0: Body, Mind, Spirit Radio, offering quality live programming with holistic, spiritual, psychic, and metaphysical
1: hosts. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to We Get Results. It's Tuesday, November twenty seventh, 2018, and I'm your host, Mary Singer Albertson. If you haven't joined me before, my program airs on the fourth Tuesday of the month at 1 p.m. Eastern. And it's also archived for later listening. Uh, The purpose of We Get Results is to inform listeners of ways they can get involved and make a difference in the U.S. and globally. Be the change you want to see in the world. One of the best ways I've found for one person to make a difference is picking action through the Results organization. Results is a volunteer citizens lobby, meeting with members of the U.S. Congress, and creating the political will to end hunger and poverty in the U.S. and globally. Check it out. There's lots of information on the website at www.results.org. Be an advocate for people who have no voice. So anyway, today's program is focusing on what we can all do now that the election is finally over. We have elected many new members of Congress. And we need to tell them what we want them to focus on now that they represent us. So my guest today is Ken Patterson. And uh, Ken is the Director of Global Grassroots Advocacy for Results U.S. He joined Results staff in June of 2005 after several years as a volunteer. As Director, he provides coaching, training, and support to a network of over 80 results globally focused chapters around the U.S. He also works with the Results International Expansion Team to share the Results Advocacy Model with international partners. Prior to Results, Ken worked as an organizational development consultant with clients like the Peace Corps, Salvation Army, Aid to Artisans, and others. Uh, He graduated in May of 2005 with a master's degree in organizational change management. And he has five years of experience in urban economic development, Working with Shorebank Enterprise Group in Cleveland, Ohio, where he advised small businesses, provided loan services, and managed economic development programs. Um, and he has seven years of international development experience working with the Peace Corps in West Africa as a volunteer, a training consultant, and as the Associate Director for Agriculture and Training Manager. Uh, Ken also has a master's degree in higher education administration. And a B.A. in English. So we're very happy that we have Ken with us today. Uh, Ken, can you hear me?
0: Yeah, I can hear you, Mary. I'm really happy to be with you today.
1: Well, thank you so much uh, for being with us, and welcome to the program. We're just—I'm really happy that you could join me. Um, your knowledge and your expertise are invaluable to the results volunteers all over the U.S., and we really. I appreciate you. You've helped me out many times, and we know you're the one who knows what we should be doing right now. Um, I'd love for you to share what we uh, as citizens can do now that the election is over, and um, there will be many changes in Congress. So whatever you think is uh, something that we need to know about so that we can guide our members of Congress the things that we feel are the most important because sometimes they say, you elect us, and then you abandon us. You don't even tell us what you want. So what would you say we should be doing right now, Ken? Uh, I think that's a great question. I think a
0: lot of people have that question right now. It's sort of there was all of the energy around the elections and getting people out to the polls and and um, selecting our candidates and all. And, and then folks afterwards don't often know what to do. And the thing is that mm-hmm. elections not the end of things it's actually just the beginning because uh, next year January we will have a, a brand new Congress basically every every piece of legislation that we've been working on over the past two years will be wiped clean we'll start with bill number one in the next year and there's a hundred brand new members of Congress and I think I think what's helpful for people a lot of times is just to reimagine in our own brains what what the election process actually is, I consider it it's a, its a hiring process. Basically, we are choosing who we want to work for us in government. It's like a selection process at any organization. Uh, if you're selecting a, mm-hmm. an, at a company or, a, or a, an educator or a teacher. And um, so we just have a really large selection committee. We look at people's resumes, and um, ultimately we, the selection committee decides who's going to work for us in government. And sometimes the candidate that you, you know, want to work for you gets chosen. Sometimes they don't. But even if those people don't get chosen, the ones your, your top choices, they, those folks still work for you. And then, uh, you know, we pay them their salaries through our taxes. And so the real question becomes, not, you know, not what do I do, but it's like who's supervising the people that we've chosen to work for us in government? And that's the question we all need to ask ourselves. Um, and the and the real answer to that question is that should that should be us. We should be supervising our members of Congress. Does that makes sense. Right.
1: Yes, definitely. I, we actually did have people that have said to us, um, you know, you never let us know what you want. Of course, some of them don't say that because they might not want to know, but but most of them do want to know what their constituents want. They You know, they um, campaigned on certain promises and we need to make sure they stick to those promises and uh, that they care about all people and not just us if we're doing real well or the people that are in poverty and need a lot of help, but they should be working for every one of us. And uh, I know that people in D.C. one time said to um, another uh, volunteer and I, we love seeing you come to to, uh, the Hill because you're working for stuff that isn't money for yourself. Um, You're working on things that people need help with and you're the voice of people who, who can't speak out. So uh, I definitely agree with you. Go ahead.
0: I was just going to say also, Mary, I think that what ends up happening a lot of times is so we, you know, go and vote people into office and then a lot of people's reactions as they stand back and observe, and then when our elected officials aren't doing exactly what we want them to, or whatever, then we shake our fingers with them, Adam and holler at them, and all that sort of stuff. What's sort of like you, you know, getting getting hired for a job, and then they don't really tell you exactly what to do, but then they're mad at you because you don't do what they want you to do. And so, this is mm-hmm. the kind of situation we find ourselves in. And so, you know, we've got to um, we've got to start uh, reaching out to the staff members for our elected officials and. and and developing relationships with them. And we also need to sit down with our elected officials and say, we're really excited to have you working for us in Washington or at any level of government, for that matter, uh, city council, county government, state government. We're really happy to have you representing us in, um, in this office. Let us tell you what it is we think is going to be really important and what's going to matter to the people in our community. That is the most important thing our elected officials want to know is, you know, what is it what's important to the people who are the hirers and firers, the voters uh, in the community. And very few very few of us are taking the time um, to participate and to supervise, I call it supervising our elected officials in a way that's gonna help them do their jobs for us.
1: I think some people just some people just have absolutely no clue that they can even get a hold of their officials or what they should do or that they have really anything to say about it it's sort of like you think well they sound like they're going to do what i want them to do and they got elected so we're okay but but we aren't okay and um, things get pushed to the bottom of the pile if we don't go in and and talk about what is the big emergency situations right now such as people that um are experiencing poverty and don't have enough to eat and have health problems and everything else and um Sometimes people's agenda just uh, has those things down way too low. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm excited to talk to them about, about what's really important right now.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. And, I, uh, Mary, would you mind if I, I – just to give folks a sense of, like, what does this look like when you really start to engage with your elected officials and their offices over time, do you mind – I'd love to read you a note that I got from one of our volunteers about their work. Would that be okay? Sure. Yeah, so,
1: definitely.
0: So this is an email I got from Lila Bartle um, just not that long ago, uh, probably two weeks ago. She, um, she, her representative is Lynn Jenkins um, in Kansas. And, um, well, I'll just read this to you, but then I'll give you some context, too, on this. I mean, um, she says, so she wrote to several, us, she says, you mentors of mine, I just want you to know how on target your instructions have been. Today, five of us met with Lynn Jenkins, Republican 2nd District of Kansas. We had met with her in her office before, and we, and she too I'm sure, anticipated that this would be our last visit. She's retiring at the end of this calendar year. When we arrived, she sat with us, pencil and legal pad in hand and said, what else do you want to teach me? So she was ready for Mm. us. We were flattered and delved into our concerns, the Reach Every Mother and Child Act and tuberculosis mostly. We had our handouts, and then she said what appreciation that she had for us for keeping in touch with her and educating her. We also were Mm -hmm. complimentary of her teaching us. I delivered at least six copies of constituent letters and reminded her of the importance of these letter writers to ending poverty. She assured us she would be making the suggestions to the right people about the REACH Act and about tuberculosis funding. I was wowed today by our meeting um, with Lynn Jenkins' office. She is always cordial, but she praised us for keeping in touch with her during her tenure. And she said she doesn't that 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 doesn't happen a lot. She also said, as you have constantly taught us, that personal face-to-face visits are the absolute best for making an impact.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and, so,
0: and so, this is this is the uh, you know Lila Bartle and her group in Kansas and when they started working with Lynn Jenkins, they said, Oh, you know, why do we even bother? She's not gonna listen to us. She doesn't she doesn't understand our issues. She doesn't care about our issues. She doesn't talk to constituents. We it's not gonna ever matter to make you know, to sit down and talk with her. And results basically what we have encouraged all of our volunteers to do, it doesn't matter where they are right now. It's to stay with them, to develop relationships with them um To work in a respectful manner with them to to ask them to take very specific actions and just to continue to do that and work with those offices and you know, I think uh, Lila and her group were very surprised about what they were able to accomplish with Representative Lynn Jenkins, and I think Representative Lynn Jenkins did a better job because of the work of the results volunteers and being with her. I love the beginning line of that that said, you know in you know. What else do you want to teach me? So they uh-huh. recognize that the volunteers over the years have been teaching her all sorts of things that she didn't know about. And that's a huge role we can play and quite often in our communities we um, really hold a unique vantage point on the issues. We're oftentimes closer to the to them in our communities, or we've gone out of our way to learn more about issues where they just don't know about them and then we can fill that void in their knowledge and let them mm-hmm. know what want
1: them to do. Yeah. No, I think that's so important and I it just brings to my mind a few years ago, I think it was probably I don't know if it was in '06 even back that far, but um, there was a, a, a big event at Henry Ford Museum with lots of with for uh, Senator Debbie Stabenow and there was all her different girlfriends from the Senate that were all there plus Carl Levin who was our um, Senator from Michigan at the time and Um, I pretty much tried to talk to everyone there about results. And the last thing I did was I went, oh, I haven't talked to Carl Levin yet, uh, Senator Levin. And so I went over to him and I said a little bit about results and I talked a little bit about the Global Fund to Fight AIDS, TB, and Malaria worldwide. And he he said to me, and this, by the way, was World AIDS Day that day. And he said to me, oh, he said, do we vote on that? And I said, well, you vote on how much money is going to be allocated for it, but If you uh, haven't read your Detroit Free Press yet, um, I was able to talk to them about getting editorials in just about the Global Fund. And there was a whole page of editorials that day in the Free Press. I said, he said, oh, I haven't read my Free Press yet. I'm going to go home and read that. And I was (laughs) so excited because it it turned out just perfectly. And um, we had one, and just to let you know, since I got on the thing about uh, writing, uh, one of our um, volunteers, uh, Sylvia got a letter to the editor yesterday in the Free Press that she was doing now because we thought it was a good time to try to get something into the new um, newly elected Congress. And it was to protect crucial food assist- assistance. So it was trying to protect SNAP and the people that need food stamps. And she got that in yesterday. So that was something that was pretty exciting, too. But um, I think people just have no idea that you can even have that much access and we've gotten close enough to aides in different offices where someone will just text me, you know, Congresswoman Dingle will be at so-and-so on Friday. Can you come? Or things like that. And I, I'm hearing from people all the time. And um, I think they know that we will follow up when we've asked about something. And um, the closer we get to the, the people that, you know, work with them on a daily basis, um, we can really make a difference then.
0: Yeah, I think you're right on with that, Mary. I mean, I think that um, a lot of folks they don't know how to do this uh, advocacy work. They don't know how to create relationships. It's actually fairly straightforward, but you know, I think it's best to find an organization that's going to help you do that. Results is an organization that will train you how to um, interface with your elected officials and how to influence them, how to educate them, um, as you've talked about and um, and then you know once you have these skills once you have the knowledge of how to do this you can also use that for any other thing that you care about and that's the that's a wonderful mm-hmm. part about it. you know and i think I, for me the other thing that happens i think for folks is, is so they they don't know how to do it because nobody's really taught them how to do it because we don't teach people this is the other thing is uh-huh. that they're quite a lot of times cynical about government itself, and they think that, you know, politicians are all corrupt, and they think that the only thing that goes on is what they see on the news, and the news portrays uh, politicians very badly. I think that most politicians actually do want to make a difference, and, and, mm-hmm. and for, the, for the right things. Um, and then the 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 other thing is they they don't know that, that elected officials are oftentimes working together. I mean, the work that we do mm-hmm. with results is very bipartisan Republicans and Democrats come together all the time to move programs forward they're going to make a difference for people living in poverty and on other issues they just never mm-hmm. makes the news because it's not controversial or whatever um, you know oh Democrats and Republicans work together to you know send a note to the administration that you know we should be doing more on tuberculosis and and as you know Mary we got hundred and three. 108 representatives to sign on to that letter to the trump administration republicans and democrats and 43 senators just recently and You know to to have that so I mean that's the other thing to I think that's really important to remember for folks is that you know We they people work for us, and we should be supervising them There are organizations like results that can support you and training you how to do this stuff and the third one is really that you know most of the solutions to the problems that exist out there the, the solutions already exist they um right. it, it's a question of whether or not we have the political will to put them in 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 you know in practice and and that's what we do as as advocates um is really work to put solutions we know already exist into practice and and to create the political will to actually make them happen
1: mhm i know we even had one year we had someone that was a very conservative uh, member of um, the House and something came up in Congress and one of his aides actually called the head of our group and said, what does results think about this? Have they? Do they know what would be the best thing to do about this uh, this bill that's in? Should we vote for this? And we were like in shock. But it was somebody that was very conservative and, and normally we wouldn't feel that that would happen but um you see things like that all the time i think um you know it's just uh it's kind of amazing once you get to know the people (coughs) there was a big un meeting coming up and i called senator Stabenow's office to tell them it was being rescheduled and the aide said oh you make sure you get back to me and let me know when that meeting is going to be rescheduled i said sure of course and um they count on us more than you would think they would and um it just it gets to be amazing after a while when you start knowing that they actually know your name they they are excited to see you i know for thanksgiving my niece was looking at some of my pictures and i had a picture with me and the um governor elect um gretchen widmer and she went oh my gosh that's the governor what are you doing with the governor? And it's like, you know, this happens all the time. We You know, we meet with these people, and they know we care about everyone, not just about ourselves. So anyway, that's just a couple little stories that, that have kind of kept me going a lot of times.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I, I think you're absolutely right. And everybody can play a role in all of this. I guess that's the other part is that, you know, um, you can be writing letters, and results supports people in writing letters. You could be making phone calls. Mm-hmm. You should be generating letters to the editor like Sylvia did, as you just mentioned. Um, And then also, you you know, you can play a a, a supportive role as well. Like some people say, I I love what you're doing. I think this is so important. I don't have um, the time right now to do that. What else can I do? And the other thing that folks can do is actually financially support what Results does. And, for example, tomorrow, uh, or actually today, the – Tuesday is um, Giving Tuesday, the 27th of November. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, if you go to, go to the results website and you hit the donate button, you'll actually get a match of two to one for every dollar you put in. Uh, somebody, uh, a generous donor is offered to kick in $2 on your behalf. And so supporting uh, results to train people and to, um, mm-hmm. to members of Congress is also something folks can do. And for a lot of people, it's like, you know, I really want to support this and, you know, the financing piece is actually a way to do it.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and I like the idea, too, that some people have been doing lately is on Facebook, their birthday, uh, on their birthday, they're doing like a fundraiser and they'll say, it's my birthday, I don't want any gift or anything, but um, I'd love you to donate to so-and-so and they'll put up a, a donation page or mention a, mention a, um, some organization that they feel would be good to uh, donate to. So, uh, yeah, I think, you know, it's it's, uh, it's just so important that we, um, you know, keep supporting the organizations that we know are doing such a good job. And, um, you know, I've had people like Hillary Clinton and Maria Cantwell from Washington State say, I love results, I love results. You know, they make such a difference. And um, I think that, the members of Congress really feel that, that we are important, very important. And um, I just uh, talked with our newly elected member of Congress in Michigan 11th district, which is Haley Stevens. And I'd seen her quite often during the campaign. And she said, I am so excited to meet with your group. And she said, I just can't wait to meet with you. I'll be back the second week in December. And I would love to sit down with you before I go back to, to DC, which is exactly what we wanted. So, we're real excited about that. And another one that just won his father's seat was um, Andy Levin. And I saw he and his father who's retiring and uh, told Andy what we usually worked with, with his dad. And I'm going to get a meeting set up with him also. So that's just here. But
0: that's, that's, that's excellent. That's exactly uh, what we need to be doing right now. And I think any of our listeners who are thinking that they want to Get started in, in 2019 and make a difference, and do something different in using your voice. That this is a great year to get started. There's a lot of new members of Congress who need to know to, to learn about the issues that matter to us, and um, we've got some, uh, you know, really important policies both on the U.S. poverty and global poverty side of things that we want to mm-hmm. be working here um, in uh, on our U.S. poverty programs. We'll continue to work. Uh, protecting the supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, SNAP with mm-hmm. the farm whenever that gets um, taken up. We're also you know want to be protecting access to health care and to housing mm-hmm. uh, for people and making housing more accessible and affordable. Um, on our global uh, campaigns, we'll be working on uh, global health and education in a big way next year. Uh, making sure that uh, financing for programs that are putting kids in school and making sure they get what they need in the way of health care are acted and, and uh, strengthened. We'll also be doing a large campaign on the Global Fund to Fight AIDS, Tuberculosis area. The Global Fund has saved an estimated 27 million lives, 27 million mm. lives since 2002. They are going to be seeking... Um, an additional three years worth of funding um, from countries around the world and make sure that they can continue to take the programs forward to address those three diseases. And so, you know, results will be working very hard to make sure the United States does its part in leading on that. Um, we'll also be um, working on um, vaccination, child vaccinations later in the year next year, ensuring that uh, children, are, have access to really basic vaccinations, life-saving vaccinations mm-hmm. um, that they don't often have access to in other countries. So um, there's lots of um, really exciting work to be done and, and life-changing work to be done next year. And so it might be a good New Year's resolution for some folks to think about jumping in.
1: Yeah. And I think uh, Results does such a great job with um, teaching the brand new people. You've got uh, orientation calls. How often can or when would there be some coming up? Or
0: yeah, there's there's a there's a couple of those every month, and you can see them on our calendar. There's, so uh, if, if folks are interested in getting involved, I mean, you can certainly go to our website and check that out. But um, at just www.results.org, and it will tell you how to get involved there. I would also encourage you to look on Volunteer Match. Volunteer Match is a, yeah. a website that um, puts opportunities out there in the communities for folks to do meaningful volunteer work. We've got a lot of volunteer match ads posted and likely one in your community uh, as a listener. And so you can uh, get connected with um, our online orientation program that happens um, real quickly, Mm -hmm. but then also speak to a staff member afterwards to do exactly what you said is to start to orient people and train them how to take action. So... Check out the results website at www.results.org, but also check out Volunteer Match
1: um, in your community. Mm -hmm. Okay, that sounds good. Um, As far as meeting with the members of Congress, do you feel like it's a a good idea to meet with them in December before they even get uh, to Washington to be sworn in or...
0: I think you know I've, I've I've talked to a few folks about this and con, and consulted with a few folks about this. I think if if they're a new member of Congress, they've never they've not been in office before, um, mm-hmm. and they're going to Washington kind of for the first time, it it may be a little bit difficult to meet with them before they're in Washington. Um, mm-hmm. They don't have, they don't have staff, they don't have offices or anything like that yet. If you know them from campaign work that you've done or something like that, then it might be worth uh, talking with them before they get to Washington. Otherwise, you may want to um, just get them, wait till they get their staff in place and all that in Washington and and meet with them. For your members of Congress Mm -hmm. who are going back, they're incumbents, they're currently in Congress and are going back again next year, I think you can absolutely meet with those folks this year as well. Let them know what we're going to be working on, if that's possible for you to get done, and if not, schedule immediately to meet with them uh, at the beginning of the new year, as we really need to come out of the gates um, strong and meet with them as soon as possible in the new year. If we
1: don't, if we don't get to them this year. Mm-hmm. Well, I know it's been said that you know writing them a personal letter is really helpful. So the people in our group are sending congratulations uh, notes to all of the members of Congress that their constituents of to thank them for representing us and, and tell them a little bit about meeting with them. So we thought that might be a good way, too, to um, to start things off. And, um, that's a yeah, great like relationship. you said, there's a lot.
0: Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say that's a great relationship builder uh, is to congratulate them and, and let them know you're looking forward to working with them. As a matter of fact, Results has a, um, a November what we call an action sheet that provides guidance mm-hmm. on how you Write that personalized letter to your member of Congress, and so mm-hmm. that's on our, our website.
1: Yeah, I have that right in front of me right now, and um, I know the other things that we've talked about, and maybe not for brand new people yet, but but writing a letter to the editor, finding a an article in the paper that talks about poverty or hunger or uh, something that is related to us that we could send a could that we could use um, for a hook, and then send in a letter to the editor um our sylvia lewis has gotten so many letters to the editor written i mean it it really once you start figuring out how to do this which isn't really that difficult um you can get so much done that way um and every and if you mention your member of congress in that letter they pick up everything from the newspapers that has their name in it so that's another good way to get their attention
0: yep absolutely absolutely um Letters to the editor, again, are pretty easy. We results have some great tools for that in the EPIC format, the uh, EPIC, the E for engage, P for problem, I for inform about the solution, and C as a call to action is a good format, 150 words, you know, talk about, uh, you know, working with them in the coming year and and all that would be a great letter to the editor. Mm -hmm. I
1: think that some of them, too, if you do try to get a hold of them now, if you have their card for the campaign or if you can go on under so-and-so for Congress, it will probably, I haven't looked at that, but um, it will probably pop up with someone's name that you can uh, connect with that's an aide. It might be an aide for the campaign, but they could uh, tell you who to contact and at home or in D.C. that you could ask, when do you think would be a good time for us to set up our first meeting with the congressperson? Um,
0: a great point. Is That's that. a great way to reach out to them. Also finding them on social media, Facebook or Twitter sometimes. Is oh, a, is right. Another way. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and if, if they do have a newsletter, that was always helpful because if they're in town and they're having a town hall meeting or something else that you can go and talk with them and, uh, you know, normally you go to something like that. If you hang around for a few minutes, you usually can get a few minutes with them at a town hall or coffee or, or things like that, so... Um, We're real pleased in Michigan. We've got some really great people that are coming in that we can't wait to to talk to. And, um, yeah, you guys do a great job. I just think that people, even if you think it might be difficult to meet with somebody or to talk to them, it really isn't. And calling your member of Congress to ask them to do something, you know, you never get to pretty much never get to talk to them on the phone. You usually know more about whatever you're asking than the person who answers the phone. So you can always leave messages too. We'd like, you know, so-and-so to sign on to this or that. And, um, uh, you know, when you're on the phone, you can have your little your little um, sentences that you're going to talk to them about, your script, and nobody can see you, and you can do just Great. <laughs> Especially on on, on the radio or on the the, um, phone. So we got a lot to work on. Things are happening every day that that are not necessarily great for people who need help right now. So, um, you know, I'm trying to help out my my food banks in the area and um, things like Forgotten Harvest and some other things like that, uh, which would always be helpful during the holidays. People really need help, so...
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. But what else do you
1: think, Ken? What else do you think we need to know? Um, I, think, I think
0: I think those. I think those are the are the big ones. One is that don't feel bad if you've not done this before. Just get started. Um, mm-hmm. re- remember that um, you know the the solutions uh, to lots of the problems that we are facing are you know they seem overwhelming, but they actually exist, and mm-hmm. you know. Um, we can put them in place with uh, if we create political will. But find an organization that's going to support you to be a powerful voice. And Result is definitely right. that kind of organization. And uh, and you, I guess you know you'll be surprised at what you can accomplish. And you'll feel better about mm-hmm. who you are in the world because if if you're any if you're a person who wants to create change, wants to make a difference, there's a lot of ways we can do that in our communities and all. But if you really want to change things in a in a, in a big way, um, mm-hmm. ultimately the way we want to do it. I mean, this is the way we want to do it. The people who are in elected office are making decisions on our behalf every day, affect all of mm-hmm. our lives. And uh, you know, somebody needs to be working with them um, to to make sure they're doing the right stuff.
1: Yeah, it's just it's you know overseeing everything. You have no idea what anybody's doing, and then like two years later or or six years later or whatever, you get to vote again and you go, gee, wonder what they did. You know, was it good or wasn't it good? And and you really these days you need to um research everybody that you're voting for and everything that they've done because so many things are coming up that people have done that we had no idea that were happening. But um yeah, so and if, I think
0: even if you did not vote for the person who was going to represent you in office or if you were disappointed by, by someone who was elected yeah. to office, that person still works for you. And, again, mm-hmm. uh, as mm-hmm. Ila Bartle pointed out in her email, she, she was disappointed about somebody representing her in office, but they ended up working very closely with her, and she ended up taking some mm-hmm. really important decisions. I would say that, you know, we talk about this thing called the champion scale, um, and basically you try to understand where your elected official is uh, on the issues that you care about. Are they someone who is speaking out against the things you care about? as a negative one mm-hmm. we kind of or are they a zero? they're not saying anything. Maybe they're just uninformed about the issues that you care about. Are they a one? Are they a supporter? Um, are they a two? Are they ad- advocating for them? Are they you know, out there talking about them to other people, you know, or are they a, cha- a leader or a champion? And so if you think about what Lila Bartle and um, her group did, I think Lynn Jenkins, you know, was probably, she could have been a, a, a zero in terms of uninformed or maybe even a negative one speaking against some of the things that we were uh, advocating on, but they moved her all the way to uh, two to become an advocate. She was going to go speak to other members of Congress about this issue, and so a lot can happen when you do this work. And when we do it together, that's when we're really powerful.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I um, I would be glad to talk to anybody that wanted any more information. You can email me at malbertson05 at AOL.com. And, Ken, I suppose you would also be uh, available if someone had a question.
0: Absolutely. I'd love to speak to anybody who wanted to talk about, um, you know, becoming involved with results or just being more powerful as an advocate uh, my email address is k patterson at results dot org, and then um, they feel free to call me too. It's eight two eight three nine
1: eight four five six two. Okay, I um, all that information was great. I think that um, we all know we see how many people took part in trying to work for what they wanted over the election time and. Now that we've got so many people involved and so many new members of Congress, we've got to keep going right now. We've got, you know, all the, everything is moving so well right now. We just can't let it go. So uh, yeah. Anything else you want to say before we end?
0: No, I think I'm good. And again, I'd love to support anybody who wanted to get involved and, and to learn more about doing this. It does make a difference. I, you know, When I started doing this work with results, I told myself that um, if, if I could do anything more powerfully or anything more powerful on the things that I care about, because I care a lot about global issues. Um, I care about mm-hmm. U.S. poverty, but certainly global. I told myself that if I found something more powerful to do, that I would go ahead and do that. And I just have to tell you, I have not found anything more powerful in my life, mm-hmm. anything life-changing for myself or others. Um, I just know if somebody, if you get involved and you start doing this stuff uh, and start learning it, that you'll you'll not regret it.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I agree with you. Um, and I think, uh, you know, anything that you are passionate about and that you care for other people and you're, you know, a kind person that wants to help others that need a hand up because this isn't something that they necessarily need uh, for their whole life. But right now, either in this country or uh, globally, they may need some help, and we just need to make sure that um, they don't get rid of the safety net programs, uh, for one thing, and um, we need to let them know that we want those things to continue. So that sounds very good, Ken, and um, like I said, I've probably been doing this since about '04, and um, it's really my joy to do this kind of thing and to see something happen like a bill pass. Um, which is going to help, you know, millions of people, you know, and it might be something for billions of dollars, but it's going to something that's really needed, and uh, I think people will, will love it once they look at it. So everybody go to the website, give Ken or I a call, and we hope to hear from you soon. So, Ken, anything else?
0: No, that's it for me, Mary. I really appreciate you your show and 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 educating people about this and putting this out there as well. You're a great advocate in so many ways, um, just in the work oh, that you've you. done in and supporting others, and then really getting the word out via radio. This is a this stuff is fun. It's exciting, and it really is about helping people become the change makers they want to be in the world. And so, thanks for putting mm-hmm. it out there.
1: And and I think the other thing, real quick, is that it isn't even something that you have to go to a group meeting for. If you're in a place, we've got, you know, we have groups in what, every state now, I think, right? Yeah,
0: there's groups, there's groups in every state.
1: But if you, you know, you can also do um, at, do requests online by, you know, with your, your own self and individually. So we've got a way to do that now too. So if you have a group that's far away from you, it isn't something that will prevent you from doing something. You can do do things on the computer and make phone calls and so oh, look us up. Thanks a lot, Ken.
0: Thanks so much, Mary. Really appreciate it.
1: Okay, take care.
0: Mm-hmm. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. And I hope that I will, uh, you will tune in next time. Um, the last uh, one of these that we did was, uh, well, I don't think we'll go into any more than that right now, but um, we're just very pleased with um, how people have gotten involved. And we have people in, we have an international conference once a year in D.C. where we meet with every Michigan congressional office. Our group does that anyway. And so um, well, maybe you can join us in Washington, D.C. We'd love to, to meet you. Take care. Bye.